You're listening to the eighth podcast in a series of 12 on special days. Each month we've looked at a different day of national or religious significance. New Year's Day, Valentine's Day, St. Patrick's Day, Easter, and so forth. But in coming to August, I was stumped. I couldn't think of a major national or international day or celebration or religious festival. The only thing that seems significant to me is, well, my wedding anniversary is this month, my wife's birthday, my birthday, my brother's birthday. And then I thought, well, maybe we can talk about birthdays in the Bible. And if you're not born in August, like me, well, please indulge me anyway. You can apply it to your own situation. This month, I'll be organizing a party for my wife's golden birthday. And yet, some people say that what I'm doing is wrong. In fact, it is sinful and will be misleading others away from the true spirit of Christianity. Although they have many virtues, I believe that the group known as the Jehovah's Witnesses also have a number of problems, particularly in their teaching. So this podcast, we're going to examine a few reasons why they teach that birthday parties are sinful. And I've got a little bit more to share at the end, and hope this will be useful to you, perhaps even in your outreach to a Jehovah's Witness. Well, the first reason, witnesses reject birthdays because they say they're placed in an unfavorable light in the Bible. After all, they say the Bible only mentions two birthdays, and both of them are kind of negative events. And, and don't take my word for it. I'm giving you, in the notes that accompany the podcast, some direct quotes. Do Bible references to birthday celebrations put them in a favorable light? The Bible makes only two references to such celebrations. Jehovah's Witnesses take note that God's word reports unfavorably about birthday celebrations and to shun these. Well, what are the birthday celebrations they're talking about? Those of two men, Pharaoh and Herod. Of course, they're both pagans. They're not God's people. Does that make them wrong? Pharaoh's birthday is in Genesis 40, and Herod's birthday is recorded, among other places, in Matthew 14. Why would they be thought to appear in an unfavorable light? Well, Herod did evil. You remember what happened? He made a careless promise and ended up with a decapitation of John the Baptist. Well, Pharaoh did some bad stuff too, although he also did some good on his birthday. And yet there is a third birthday scripture, and that's Job 1. In Job 1.4, on his children's birthdays, he would make a special effort to make sure they were pure in God's sight and close to him. And so you could argue that birthdays appear in a positive or a negative uh, context. Second objection of the witnesses. And again, let me, let me just read from um, a document of theirs called Jehovah's Witnesses in Education. Although considered to be a harmless secular uh, custom day, birthday celebrations are actually rooted in paganism. Rooted in paganism? So are many of our customs. Some of them are good, some of them are bad. I mean, if you have a custom of getting drunk on New Year's Eve, you need to repent. But the fact that certain, that the, the idea that we would even celebrate a New Year's Day itself is a matter of indifference. It's a neutral matter. It's not forbidden by the scripture. Rooted in paganism, 
so are the names of the days of the week. Sunday and Monday are, are named after the sun and the moon, which were worshipped in pagan Europe. Tuesday and Wednesday are named after Tis and Woden, gods in the Nordic pantheon. Thursday and Friday are named after Thor and Frigg, or Freya. And of course, Saturday, Saturday is named after the planet Saturn. Well, we don't make a requirement in church that you're not allowed to use pagan name days, rather just calling them the first day or day two or day four. That's silly. Many of our customs are rooted in paganism. Even words come from paganism, but that doesn't defile us. The question's not where they come from, but whether they are sinful. Now, birthday parties are wrong. They're absolutely wrong if they lead to drunkenness. And if we're invited to a party like that, I don't think we should attend. Or at least we should leave early when the evening is still young. And the truth is, the Jehovah's Witnesses are inconsistent by this criterion because they allow many practices for their members that originate in paganism. For example, uh, having tombstones. Well, that comes from paganism. Or even in marriage, they permit things like throwing rice, uh, wedding rings and wedding veils and wedding cakes and honeymoons and celebrating anniversaries. All of these have pagan roots. That's not really the point. The point is, is it sinful or not? And coming from paganism doesn't mean it's necessarily sinful. And third, they say that birthday parties are later development from the time when Christianity had become perverted. Well, I think they're quite right that in early Christianity, there are virtually no records, maybe none, uh, of birthday parties. But that may be for economic reasons. Many of the early Christians simply could not afford birthday parties. Now, this was no problem for Herod and Pharaoh. They had great wealth. And in the Old Testament, Job, who was also depicted as a man of great wealth, threw amazing parties. In his family, each of his seven sons was effectively a prince. But it's true, when you don't have much money, you celebrate modestly, if at all. But let me address a fourth matter. It's not an objection from those who forbid birthdays. It's just a biblical observation. People kept track. Now, I have visited countries in our modern world where people don't keep very good track of their birthday. Because I'll ask them, how old are you, sir? And I've had a number of people tell me, I don't know. And this is not because of dementia. It's just simply because it was never thought to be that important. So they'll say, well, it was when so-and-so was chief of the tribe. Or, well, it was just before the winter rains. But they have no idea of the exact day. But this is not the case with many people in the Bible, including Jesus. We know lots of ages. Even in Luke 2, uh, Jesus was 12. Well, how did Mary and Joseph know he was 12? Well, that they, they must have been keeping track. And for that matter, though nothing is mentioned about a birthday party, nothing is uh, uh, written about birthday parties in a negative light. People certainly knew that they were uh, passing uh, the years, that they were um, becoming older. People kept track. Well, in conclusion... The Jehovah's Witnesses' objections do not hold water. Now, we may admire them for their perseverance, their willingness to 
to honor God over country. Uh, we may uh, respect them for their courage, their evangelism, but in some of their doctrines, and this is just one of many, uh, they, they really let us down. These objections don't hold water. It's clear that in biblical times, people did mark the passage of their birthdays. As for parties, these are neutral. They're neither necessarily Christian nor necessarily sinful. So whether you have a party or not is a matter of indifference. Some years I skip. Some years I'll have one. The older I get, the fewer it seems. It's a neutral matter, a matter of opinion. And so I think it's good to close in the words of Romans 14, where Paul is addressing the observance of special days. And this passage will show us that we shouldn't be judging people for this practice of celebrating birthdays, and we certainly shouldn't be forbidding them uh, to have parties or shunning them if they do. Paul writes, One indeed judges a day above another day, and another one judges every day alike. Let each one be fully assured in his own mind. The one minding the day, he minds it to the Lord. And the one not minding the day, he does not mind it to the Lord. The one eating, he does he eats to the Lord, for he gives thanks to God. And the one not eating, he does not eat to the Lord and gives thanks to God. Paul's point is that each should be convinced in his own mind as to whether a certain day is important or not or should be observed in one way or another. And I believe we should stick with the Bible, not make rules that are not found in the Bible, follow the wisdom of Paul. I hope this has been stimulating this short podcast. I hope it's made you think about some healthy things. We'll give you some ideas as you reach out to some people who are unnecessarily restrictive in the expression of their faith.